Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Have y'all watched the Fox television program 911? Have we talked about this? Nope. I am aware of it from watching Fox sports okay. broadcasts. Yeah. That's that's about where that's about where I would put I would say the average baseline America's level. So this show is in its 5th season. It stars among other people Peter Krause who pretty sure has multiple Emmy nominations at least and I know I think one win at least for six feet under you know dec- decades long body of work on stage and screen and Angela Bassett who after putting out nonstop bangers since the 90s finally got the Oscar nomination for uh, just the boring Black Panther sequel where she plays the understudy to an anti-vaxxer but whatever give her her trophy she gets an Oscar nomination this morning and I went and looked, and 911, which is a show that I will put on sometimes, and Spencer will put on sometimes, because it's the kind of the show where they're like, it's November, let's put a volcano under the Santa Monica Ferris wheel. And, you know, sure, that's, that's something I'll watch. And I'm, I'm sitting here, and I'm like, you know, it's not COVID anymore. Uh, you, the, these aren't, you know, you can leave the back lot and go do other things. The show is not good. Like it's 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 not even bad good. It's right. not that it's not even like a compelling hate watch. But it's got Peter Krause and Angela Bassett in it, and I'm just like, why? And I I sat there this morning as I'm as I'm tootling through this, and I'm like, well, I mean, I, you know, there are 87 episodes in, so I guess is syndication at the hundred episode mark still a thing? They have Fox syndication money, and you know, it's not like wardrobes a challenge. They just show up and they put on their little fireman suits. And that's when I realized that 911 is Angela Bassett's full cast. 
<laughs> in that it's mm-hmm. good to enjoy while you're waiting for your car to pet boys. And that I'm like, everyone on the show should be doing something else. Sure. And they're not for sure. a really long time. Sure. But everyone in here, everyone on this show is demonstrably better than what they're bringing to the show. This is this is like when Mandy Patinkin was on Criminal Minds. And it was like, yes! Mandy Patinkin, why are you doing that? Well, okay, Mandy Patinkin was on Criminal Minds because he's so batshit that nobody on Broadway wanted to work with him anymore. Sure. But that's like another three episodes. Yeah, right. Um, But like, and like... Peter Krause is taking this very seriously, and he is pretty much alone in the cast of people who are taking this seriously. And Angela Bassett, like, sure. she's doing like this cat. She's a pro man, but she's she's bringing this like Catherine Hepburn, circa the Aviator voice to it. Bobby, Bobby, like like her <laughs> her her entire. I can't really, Cerber. You 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 could probably explain this better than me, but like. You know, you know when you fill up your entire chest and your entire head cavity to create that like operatic resonance mm. when you're singing. She talks that way on the show, but she's like a firefighter. Are you trying to tell me that this man? We have to find this boy. Has fireworks up his ass? It yeah. It, fireworks it's, up it's, his ass. It's that level of, <laughs> and you know, Peter Krause is like clenching his jaw and also, but also he's a fireman. So he's in like a short sleeve dress shirt. Mm-hmm. And, but then I, it, it's never really made sense to me and I'm just kind of fascinated with it. So I will watch it whenever it's on. But I, they I realized up, this morning, this is their full cast and I'm done hating on it. They make up plots like we do. Like they, literally, they, like, really they do. would just go around the circle and they'd be like, what about, and there's always one guy in the room who's like, so there's this dumb bitch. All right, so like, oh yeah, one they have, of, they have a gronk. Like three disasters, and there's always like, um, some guy in the room who's like, so there's this dumb bitch, mm-hmm. and she just got Botox, mm-hmm. but they put too much, mm-hmm. so she's poison, mm-hmm. and she's driving her big stupid car, mm-hmm. and it goes right into a kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Oh, Tammy Taylor inexplicably narrated the show for the first season and then bailed, and they got Jennifer Love Hewitt to replace her. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Was like, the, is this like a is this like a Ryan Murphy Amy yes! Taylor, like, you know okay, like so cross world only, spinoff? The <laughs> only so listen, this is a Ryan Murphy production, but this is Ryan Mur- Murphy producing with like. Like that dude that Gwyneth Paltrow was married to for a minute, not the Coldplay guy, the other one. But I, I finally realized like this is what Ryan Murphy thinks straight people shows are. He's not wrong. Like no, but like seeing it through a Ryan Murphy when you realize you're seeing it through a Ryan Murphy lens, you're like, like huh, we are like ro- this. The Rob Lowe incarnation in particular is. Oh yeah, like, there's a oh, sorry, mm-hmm. there's a Texas spinoff, Nine One One Lone Star. That is the one that has the volcano in Texas. I highly recommend watching just this Please arc. Please tell me it's airs on usa network Where it's they- no volcano. it's also on Fo- this is on Spir- regular ass fox spiritually yes server okay. but yeah the texas actually- volcano you're asking about Jason? Yes. Yeah. Where, where did, did that air? Air? hoyt yeah. from true blood is in there are no non-recognized faces in any of these and it's a combination of genuinely famous and lauded actors and hey it's that guys and uh, listen just i i I've come to a completely new place with it in the last like four hours since I realized that Angela Bassett has a full cast. That's nice for her. I'm happy Stars for her. are just like us. What's they the are. plot this week? So there's this dumb bitch. Yeah. <laughs> She's got a hot air balloon. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I forgot. She hates her husband. I forgot. There's a gay 911 dispatcher who is like, I, Ryan Murphy, this guy must have lost a bed to Ryan Murphy. Because this is that's this is his entire voice for the entire show. A, ma- a major character gets a piece of rebar through his face in <laughs> the first season, and he's totally fine. 
the Rob Lowe character has had cancer like 400 times. He might have it right now on the show. I don't know. No, he does, and he's hiding it from his son. He's hiding it, but he's treating it. Who is also a firefighter. Yeah. Like, everybody has, like, you know, most characters, you're like, they have an inner struggle. Uh, and 911 characters are like, yes. Sorry, I got to stop you right here. I didn't actually set out to explain 911. I just wanted to posit the theory that Angela Bassett has a full cast. Yeah, the, but they just show up and they just make up a plot every week, exactly like we do. Anyway, uh, happy Oscar nominations to mostly Angela Bassett, but also to some other people. I think she'll Michelle get an Yeo, Emmy for this one, though? She's got multiple Emmys. I don't think any of them are for this. Bobby, Michelle Yeoh is stuck in a pipe. <laughs> 911 Lone Star has has one Emmy nomination in its history, and it's for outstanding is it for VFX, stu- outstanding stunt coordination. I know what that was. I know what that was. That was the pilot, Fuck because yeah. in the pilot, this is too good to be CGI. In the pilot, there's like an exploding fertilizer warehouse, and you can see so many bodies through flying through the air. And I bet you anything, those are actual dudes. So Love the uh, Texas volcano is in Austin near the airport. Yeah. Yes. Which you know makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> That's where you put it, I think. Mm-hmm. So there's this dumb bitch, and she's a volcano. <laughs> Listen! And she's just all mess. Okay, that's literally the story of Pele, but also, can we show some respect? Yes. To the shutdown full cast. Oh, I hear I hear the lore horn. What a lore heavy episode this is going to be. But in what direction? The lore horn will not say. You will have to wait and discover with the rest of us here on the internet's only college football podcast. Uh, I am Spencer Hall, joined as always by Ryan Nanny, Jason Kirk, Holly hello. Anderson, and Michael Server. Hello. On the ones and twos. Random hellos are the best. Hi. Not not, not random at all. They happen nope. when you say no. names. Yep. The Set them all. Random. Totally. So that's not. what people do. To- totally Set not. Them right there. Totally not a work of chaos, Spencer. <clears throat> chaos, you say? We'll come back to that. We'll bookmark <laughs> that notion. No, we should keep going in that direction right now. Because uh, this episode isn't about anything else. Well, I did want to open with one congratulations. A note of congratulations to Holly, whose coach uh, has been extended for six years after beating the University of Alabama. I was wondering if you had Wait, any, he has? Yes, I want to say if you had any comfort, $9 million a year. <laughs> uh, Josh Heupel will be making $9 million a year. I wanted to know if you had any commentary on that. This is an ambush. Um, do I have any commentary? Tell the Cowboys. <laughs> oh, it was too soon to come back to that after being. Yeah, sick. that was that was a Ooh. big move on your part. You okay? <laughs> big swing. Uh, yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm looking directly behind you at the Spencer. Will you tell the audience what is located behind you located on the walls of our studio? Located behind me in the walls of the studio is a picture of a Tennessee fan atop the toppled goalpost from the. Alabama Tennessee post game after Tennessee. It's a very beat large photo. The Alabama Crimson Tide for the first time since 2005 this year. 
He be Bama. It's not like they're going to give the money to the school, write the checks. Fine. It's that trickle down economy. Josh Heupel stops by the Waggles. He gets shit. He gets a case of Mountain Dew. That Mountain Can we Dew have created is... anything more entertaining than the bass recorder falling directly onto its duck pot? No, this is the Fibber McGee and Molly of Studios. I'm very happy that we've built it this way. Yep. Are, you hey, the box, are you two the boxcar children? Yes. <laughs> have you met Spencer? Yes. Mm-hmm. This is what happens if the grandpa never shows up. <laughs> or that one little one. What's, who's the real dumb boxcar kid who wouldn't stop eating blueberries? Listen, we've all been there. That's like, no yeah. matter, Judge. On. That one just that's goes not, back into smart. the woods. They're very good for you. <laughs> Bobby Boxcar, the antioxidant king of wherever the fuck they are. Look at this heart healthy nerd. <laughs> you Let's pick make up fun the, of him. the bass recorder. <laughs> um, no, really, will you pick up the I bass recorder? Up, I, will, I can't reach it. I will pick up the bass recorder. <laughs> it's rolled. And how did it roll? Um. That and the only other like bit of college football news I wanted to touch on was Alabama fans have somebody new to blame because Bill O'Brien is going to be the New England Patriots new offensive coordinator. No, uh-huh. what? and leaving Alabama fans someone new to blame. Only one man can unlock Mac Jones. Okay, okay, who's gonna <laughs> listen? Who's gonna roll? Who's gonna let's let's all pick a coach? Uh, Dan Enos. So I'm taking. Don't tell me what side of the ball he coaches. What? Wait, isn't Danny Enos already being bandied about for some other job? No, Arkansas offensive coordinator. Did he take yeah. the job, or is it just yeah. Arkansas again? Yeah. yeah, you can't do this to Chris Driver. They did that. Apparently, you actually Driver, can't yeah. do this to Apparently Chris Driver. Oh my god. Uh, John Gruden. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I know it's the wrong side of the ball, and I don't care. Do I do I have to pick again? Because I mean, they knows. do need a DC too at this point. So no, you don't have to pick again. John and Jim, Jay Gruden. Could, could Jim s- Levitt could swoop in and steal him. <laughs> who wouldn't want to? Who wouldn't? That's a great wanna, point. Who wouldn't want to declare um, war over that? Scott Leffler. Nick decides that he's becoming too much of a threat to King Bowling Green to an actual bowl, and he just makes him an offer he can't refuse. I think uh, Nick is going to um, send agents to Thailand and bring home the rapidly aging Cliff Kingsbury <laughs> from the clutches of M. Bison. I do like that Cliff Kingsbury was like, I'm going to Thailand. And the NFL was quickly like, all right, well, we're just gonna, everybody's going to move on. Not one person see, was like, wait, no, stop. Back. <laughs> come get me. But I have an offer first. <laughs> One very specific community was like, no, stop, but I'm going to let that community speak for itself, and they will when they hear this episode. I wonder how, like, like he didn't go to Thailand, right? Like, I offered why? him why to would you th- Why would you think he wouldn't go to Thailand? Why would Cliff Kingsbury lie about Thailand? Because he's a coach. He doesn't have the hips to they, carry us around. Are they known for lying about Thailand? That, that's You know what? That is actually Coach 101. It was like, okay. here's two things you need to do. Uh, one, you need to use a lot of jargon, and two, you got to lie about going to Thailand. You know, I believe in win land or lose land. Oh, yeah. That's th- <laughs> See? Not going to have any part with that. Thailand is too perineal. Yeah. Thai- Thailand Thailand is like, th- that's that's like kissing your sister. Land. Um, yeah. Thailand. Oh, man. So he's held there as prison by M. Bison as a Thai fighter. Wow. Is Ryan frozen? I think he's just disgusted. Yeah. They're no, not, he's frozen. Okay. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury, Alabama, would um, 
Uh, he looks so in- oh, bye, Ryan. He looks so introspective before he left. <laughs> oh God, it'd be an absolute disaster. Which why is, is why I'm. What? <laughs> Third and one at the goal. <laughs> Third and goal. One on the one. <laughs> six wide. Six. <laughs> the six wide QB draw that somehow fails. That's what would happen. I mean, um, Saban and Kiffin got along great for several minutes. Mm-hmm. I think that's the reason that I know it existed before, but the only talking to the media twice a year rule. You cannot convince me that there's some sort of time travel justification for him instituting that rule as a result of having Lane Kiffin on his staff, right? Yeah, yeah. He knew it would happen. <laughs> he, yeah, eventually he's like, I will have Lane Kiffin on my staff. I know this is going to happen. I cannot abide. I like you know, the his second man's foolishness. He, he got his job his... as a head coach and he looked around and saw like a 17-year-old named Lane Kiffin and was like, oh, no. Oh, God. The oh, things, God. Yeah, things Lane, you thought way. you were recruiting weirdly early? Yeah, I think it happened when he saw Kiffin fire his dad and was like, now I don't have a son, but I want to make sure this never happens to me. I can't do Nick. God. <laughs> he, can't, he, goes to, he does slide into Hank Hill pretty easily if you're not careful. I don't I, like it. Always ends up, um, my pick for this um, is still Brian Ferentz. I'm just going to say that Alabama football's lost its way. They need to reconnect with good old fashioned grounded. Reject modernity. Reject modernity, embrace, establish the run, establish the run. What cures all of our Ill, our ills? Um, Taking T town to Pound Town. That's right. That's right. <laughs> do you think the tide gives up when the beach don't move after one wave? No. Sometimes it just keeps, that's it what just, tides do. They go away and then they come back. Yeah. Well, they just keep coming. They yeah. Just keep coming. That's, no, that's, that's, that's not that's what called, tides do at all. That's called punting, and you know Flipping who's the, the best at that is Brian Ferentz. <laughs> that's right. We flip the field. Sometimes we're on our own twenty, and sometimes they're on the, they're on their own forty. When oh my they start. god! Jerry Jones is going to blame their kicking prowess on too many women on their periods being inside the stadium. What? <laughs> the power of the moon! It pulled the ball. <laughs> this is why you can't let him in. I can't. I, I'm not going to blame Kellen Moore for anything. Kellen Moore's no. Inside. Kellen Moore's a blameless angel. This is how I know neither of you is a Cowboys fan. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> then again, that play looked like Boise State football ran through an AI art machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that's um, like sorry, all what the wrong lessons add, of Boise State football. What happens if you add out one more eye to AI? What do you get, boys? A eleven. A eleven. God damn it! Just dangling A-I. off the edge of a cliff. Mm-hmm. AI eye. By my goddamn fingernails. I, this um, week on 911. <laughs> See, there's this dumb bitch who needs one play. Was on a pod- there's this dumb bitch on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, His name is coaching- Ryan. This dumb bitch is coaching the Cowboys, and he needs one play. Yeah, I, um, I thought that play was awesome because it got Ezekiel yeah. Elliott annihilated. That's, that's really <laughs> set up that whole <clears throat> thing just to watch him <clears throat> get completely destroyed. Yeah. As if, as if, like his decline as a running back wasn't already apparent enough. They're like, "No, humiliate him. We're not winning this game." My, my, my favorite rejoinder to this play has been people who have been like, "Well, what play do you have in the book? Like, there is no play here that's going to get you a touchdown." Yeah, the fact that you're in this situation at all is also a big fucking problem, isn't it? <laughs> Looks like you shouldn't have done that. That's sure. actually the coachliest thing to say. Is why were you in that position in the first place? Yes. 
Like and also, if you want to do something that wacky, there are other ways to do it that don't involve one running back trying to block whoever is approaching that don't involve an entire offensive line standing by the <laughs> sideline like cows along the side of a highway, not doing anything. What were they supposed to be doing? If you're going to do that, put 10 fast guys on the field. Don't just have your offensive line move to the side. That is the strangest part for me. Everything about I, the Cowboys is magical. Everything. I love I love being down seven points and punting on the fourth and ten. Because, yeah, I mean, it's like there is a way that that can work, and it's not a terrible call. But it is the loser call when you're like, what are you going to do? Well, we'll stop this team that really likes to run the ball. <laughs> and then that's been beating our ass all Historically, how's that? Right, right, right. Yeah, it's just never the way to go. It's never the way to go. Take the fourth and ten. Do something like it doesn't matter. What a loss to the birds in this week, anyway. That's right. Go birds. Go birds. For you, Penny. All for you. Go birds. Go birds. Fucking destroyed the Giants. Spontaneously Uh, re-ranking. Brian, can we get an update on the levels of uh, atmospheric Vikings fraud that you've had? You taken any readings today? Just fucking astounding at this. Like stay indoors. If you go outside, put on several masks and a poncho. You'll get covered in Vikings fraud because the Vikings are. The biggest fucking fraud ever. And the fact that serious football people allowed the fact that the Giants barely beat the Vikings, thanks thanks to Kirk Cousins deciding that three yards is enough on fourth and eight, um, it somehow twisted that into, oh, now they're going to beat the team that beat them twice because they'll have the element of surprise. No one will see this coming. Like, fucking get yeah, out of yeah. here. Oh, wow, cool. The Giants, like um, 16 previous teams... We're better than the Vikings. <laughs> that the happens Colts, every week. The Colts were better than the Vikings. They just forgot. They're the, they're the one I left off. File. The, they're the one I left off the list. <laughs> this is a, this is an unserious sport run by unserious people. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of unserious. Only available conclusion. Uh, I wanted to uh, re-rank Alabama quarterbacks really quickly in light of the new data sure. we have. By the way, Jalen Hurts. Um, that number no number one is Blake Sims. Blake Sims all time. Number uh-huh. one, two, Jay Barker. Uh, yeah. Number two is Jalen Hurts. I think that's pretty. That's pretty Cooper obvious Batman. at this point. Uh, number three is Cooper Bateman. Yeah. Copper AKA Batman. Copper, Copper Batman. Batman. <laughs> Copper Batman. Cabals. Yeah. Uh, number four, Jacob Coker, the legend, the god. Wow. Jake Coker. Is, is, right? is Tua going to make the cut? Um, no, no, no. Because wow. number five's number five's Freddie Kitchens. There we wow. go. There's our top five. SEC yeah. hunk. Damn. Spencer Hall denies Ken Stabler top five Bama quarterback status. He's got Dishonors pr- dead snake. <laughs> if I wanted to dishonor a dead snake, I'd go on hand in the dirt. Sorry. He's Where got, they won't bury it. Sorry, Ken, Kenny's, Ken, Kenny's got to prove it against real competition. He's wow. going to come back. Yeah. Wow. Now we're talking. Yeah. Some people will say. Last what of us Co- spoilers. What did, what did Cooper Bateman do to justify such a high ranking? And I'm like. He got obliterated as hard as I've ever seen any Alabama quarterback, and that's what an Alabama quarterback should do. Take hits and shut up and play. <laughs> that's what Cooper Bateman did. Roll Tide. What are you, the Dolphins medical staff? Jesus. <laughs> In that case, you ranked Tua pretty high. <laughs> Tua, at this point, is more of like Mercury poisoning Batman. It <sighs> might just be Batman. Yeah. Um... That's all. I, that's all I had. I didn't have anything else to talk about. Are we done? Oh uh, no, no. Oh shit. <laughs> we are so not done. Because this is the off season. 
And in the offseason, I couldn't we really... tell. We could keep talking about the NFL or we could do this other thing. Oh, man. No, we are about to we are about to take I am warning the listener. We are about to take as deep a dive into the dark, murky depths of nerdery and dwarfdom as this podcast has ever <laughs> taken. That's right. We are about to discuss something that is even more lore heavy than this podcast. Even more, I think, as heavy or perhaps more lore heavy than college football itself. A sport with infinite lore in any direction. Jason, you and I have become afflicted with um, a fondness for what is called Warhammer 40k. Uh Which has been almost exactly a year. Real quick clarifying question. Which of you was first to this? I think it was... Okay. Well... Didn't it get... So I was going to say... I thought it was there were, an episode. There were... Uh, there's multiple avenues and tendrils into right. this fandom. Yeah. Um, there's there's the, the crafting, <laughs> there's the actual game, and then there's the lore. And I, I, I don't know who was first. I know for years, one of my favorite Wikipedia... Worm, uh, excuse me. Uh, uh, knockoff Wikipedia wormholes has been the Warhammer lore... Um, what is the best noun for it? Repository, uh, septic tank, um, because like just the craziest shit anyone can imagine. Like the, the type of fanfic that people write, like this would be fucked up. Yeah, that's in an actual book. <laughs> so like I've loved reading that shit for years. As far as who actually got into it, into it, and started spending money on it, that was unquestionably Spencer. No, no, no. That's yeah, right. but yeah. but you you were the I first. I feel like there who was had, a specific like, episode right around Christmas last year. Where where we were, you guys were like, Haha, we should get into Warhammer next year, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> but I think Jason is the first to have the the lore poisoning. I think that's correct because that my be kids right. my then... kids got me into the lore, okay. and you have now surpassed your kids with regards to the craft. That is correct. Okay. So what is it, what is it you two have cooked up for, not just us but the listeners today? <laughs> I'm afraid thousands of people must listen to the following. <laughs> you have no choice. Listen, the amount of people which the amount of people who asked us for a Warhammer episode in Terrifying. the months <laughs> since that la- that last year's episode has been frankly shocking. Your car doors have been locked and your your audio <laughs> device cannot be turned off at this point. Mm-hmm. Hey, Ryan and I are in here too, so think of this think of this as a Tesla where instead of fire consuming <laughs> your body, nerdery Nerdery is about to saturate your entire body. You're oh, being man. driven on fire with. We really should have had Emily on. Well, because I I wanted the last time I talked to Jason's wife was New Year's Eve, and we were we were discussing how Warhammer has slowly swept through the dads of our immediate social circle, and she she didn't exact. I know this is I'm cribbing Bill Connolly. She didn't exactly say I'm just glad they're getting fresh air, but that's what she meant. <laughs> That's that's really what she meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. She's very her, glad like, they have hobbies. Yeah, it's like, uh, well, at least yeah. it's creative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at least I've I have seen the artwork that you both have done, and I'm not doing a bit. It's extremely creative. Like they've, uh, I don't have a I don't have a scale on which to grade this. I have seen the work that both of you have done in painting these little mini figs. It's very good. Well, thank you, thank you. Like um, it, it looks like. It looks like someone, like, it looks like an artist did it. Because, because what, an artist because did. Because did. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
two of them actually. No, this is the thing. I just want to. I want to. In case anybody thinks that we're just going to drag this game for I don't know ninety additional minutes on top of the thirty-five <laughs> we've already spent dicking around. Like you guys have not only di- dived into this in the past year, you've gotten really good at it. But uh, thank you. This was <laughs> and uh, I've never even played the game. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, oh, I've I never played, seen. I've never seen you play the game either. I, I played tabletop like five times. <laughs> okay, Maybe this is five. about Jason. Yeah, clear, this is about painting the dolls. Jason, yeah. are you ever gonna play the game in your mind? Uh, probably uh, the next time I go to Spencer's uh, to use his uh, new drill that can make bullet holes, uh, I'll bring over all <laughs> whoa, my soldiers whoa, wait, and we'll play a game. It's a tiny little. Is it like hand- a dentist drill? No, it's like a tiny little. Uh, hand like a Dremel? Like no, it's like a, you know, it's like a screwdriver, but just with a drill bit on the end, and okay. you just turn it. And that's how you make lovely bullet an holes. Auger. In, you have an yeah, auger. I, I need auger so many bullet holes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Make some bullet. Make some bullet holes in your dreadnoughts just for you know realism's sake because we care about detail ryan mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Want, yep. yeah so what we're gonna do today is because the streets need this okay <laughs> uh we're going to uh-huh. we were originally just gonna do teams you know we're going to tell you how this all works via explaining which team would be which faction did this veer completely right? out of control it's, and it's we, a little we have an control. additional factor we will reveal as we go okay <laughs> Um, and I will say, Spencer, this do you have do you, do you have the? Um, I made a note about which order we should do these in. Do you remember that note? I will follow. I will follow your order. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because you, you go through the order. Sir, we will go stamp, in that case. Up. We will go mostly alphabetical. All right. Mostly alphabetical. I will also say this: Amazon's about to spend a shitload of money putting Henry Cavill in what I guarantee. Rightfully will be. so. It, what I guarantee will will be like, uh, there's no way they're ever going to make money back on this. None. Like right. what we're going to try to explain here is too arcane. There's 40 years worth of this because it started as this like way to sell miniatures. Well, they deserve. Because did you see the showrunners of the Witcher series came out like yesterday and said we were not considering. There's, it was unequivocal. They're like we were absolutely not considering putting Henry Cavill back in the Witcher. I'm like, you. You lost I'm not considering watching any more of it, then, so fuck off. Um, so, yeah, so you're yeah. telling me Jeff Bezos, at this point in his life, has said, you know what I need? A super expensive Warhammer TV series and the Washington Commanders. Those are the two no, things. This I'm, is the like, point that I. This is mm-hmm. the point that I made about. I think I made on the show earlier about the Lord of the Rings show. Mm-hmm. This thing is it's it's not necessarily good. It's fucking dripping with money. It's the most expensive right. looking thing right. I've ever seen. So, so just to set the table a little okay. bit, the lore mm-hmm. universe here, forty thousand years in the future, uh, and I think the reason Bezos is interested because j- just like the Commanders, what we have here is a situation in which um, every side is pitted and perfectly balanced in in lots of fucked up ways um, to just uh, fight and fight and fight and fight. No one will ever win. Everything is fucked up. The grass sucks. The turf is terrible. If you walk wrong, your leg will fall off. That's just like the Washington NFL franchise. Um, It's just endless war in every direction in the grim dark future of the 41st millennium. That's right. Just like the NFC East, except for the Eagles. Go birds. in 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 the fall of a, in, in the like, waning years of a once great empire yeah british people came up with this why are you asking <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah pay attention throughout anything that yeah. sounds like oh that's kind of satiric yes it's completely completely it dead on the yeah. nose ruthlessly satirical all throughout um, i will tell you at one point we'll encounter some people where you go those just sound like terrible english soccer fans yes wait there's yes. terrible 
They made a space army of English soccer fans. I played yes. them. Yes. I was gonna say. Wait, what? We, 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 I'm, we I'm betting that's what the orcs are. <laughs> we, we will get okay. to them. Um, we'll get to them. One last thing, to give the listener a sense of what they are about to get into. How many teams slash armies slash factions whatever are we like? How long is this list? Right, right. And if I told you there are ten, would that sound like a lot? No. Not in Warhammer at one. <laughs> Good, because there's twenty. Okay. Technically, there's have... dozens and dozens more, but we'll hit right. twenty. Right. Okay. Yes, we'll hit it okay. at least twenty. I have. Some These are the twenty you can too. play yeah. as without making your own rules, basically. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. Great. Okay. Let's begin. <laughs> All right. So Magical first times. up, uh, speaking of Henry Cavill, let's start with that. He's a good entry point. Henry Cavill's army is the Adeptus Custodes. These. Big golden bodyguards of the Emperor. Spencer, can you explain who the Emperor is and reveal your uh, college football comp? Yes, the Emperor is the giant telepathic, uh, like, immortal, well, not quite immortal, almost immortal uh, leader of humanity who united everybody and then reigned for like 10,000 years and then uh, got crippled by one of his sons and now reigns across this horrible (laughs) universe and religious cult from atop a throne that keeps him alive only with the sacrifice of thousands of telepaths and psychers every single day i do see why this appeals to you yeah <laughs> see how fucked up it is yeah and yeah. and uh also he my favorite detail about him is he got all fucked up on atheism and tried to ban religion throughout the uh throughout the galaxy and now everyone thinks he's god <laughs> yes <laughs> yes hey, when that happens. happens to the best of us that's it so yes that is and he has these bodyguards who are basically like giant perfectly genetically engineered uh super soldiers clad in gold who are like you know nine feet tall and beautiful but they don't go anywhere jason yeah all right they don't go on the road they don't travel and they have a big reputation and they rarely back it up which is why i've decided the adeptus custodes are florida yeah. Yeah. Also, their, uh, their their uniforms sound really cool, but kind of look really stupid. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> they just They're sort really of stand around at, in one place. And <laughs> yeah. I think. I mean, from what little I understand, I think Who's the, the fact emperor that all... in this scenario is it Steve Spurrier. Spurrier I think okay. that's good. Yeah. 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 He just sort hey, of y'all. sits there. Oh, and that makes, real that makes his look at my cool toilet that. grandpa. <laughs> he would love that job. All you do is sit there. Well, but yeah. can you see him like back and forth, uh, up and forth over some GA's toe just because he can? Like, well, rah, rah, we'll see. Uh, Physically, rah. he's in the chair, but mentally, he's actually in the warp defending humanity from demons. So the demons. warp is Augusta. The warp. So is the warp. Yeah. Now that's space hell. Um, space and hell. it's also yeah. the best highway through space. You got to go through hell to go fight war, in which you will die and go to hell. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like and the emperor's brain is how you get through hell. <laughs> Grown-ups yes. wrote all of this. Wrote I was going to say, can we write a Warhammer book in the off-season? You can. Probably. We're doing it right now. Probably. Yeah. If we each just wrote a page and passed it on to the next person. Yes. <laughs> the, 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 the shit is so dark and, um, and depraved that uh, the fandom has basically accepted Event Horizon as a prequel. Everyone has just decided. Yo! Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um, so, all right. Comparing these factions to college football teams, that is one leg of our journey here. I will also be uh, calling back to a, um, a, 
a popular full cast episode. I will also have biblical comparisons for each of these. Um, the Adeptus Custodes, these big golden guys with swords who stand around and uh, they're very terrifying to look at and all that. This is, uh, so there's this thing on the internet, biblically accurate angels, right? When we think of that, we think of like wheelie eyeball monsters and blah, blah, blah. But like the Bible has lots and lots and lots of different kinds of angels. And most often they are big guys who stand around holding swords and looking at the throne and being scary Adeptus Custodes. Y'all, after the Super Bowl, America is horned up for Usher. That is a scientific term. Would you agree with that conclusion? The the horntest. I know Spencer's not horned up for Usher, but every other red-blooded American is. This is how we tell Spencer apart from the herd. Yeah, yeah. The answer I would give you on behalf of America is yeah. Spencer, what is one of your favorite American cities? Houston, Texas. Okay, Houston, great Texas. news. Great news. Bookending Thanksgiving, I believe. You can see. Usher at the Toyota Center in Houston. Mm-hmm. And you can get tickets for that on GameTime, GameTime.co. But you may be worried, what if I'm about to be bamboozled and have the least horned experience, which is to buy tickets that turn out to be fake or overpriced or otherwise unhorny? Brother, not on GameTime. Tickets are guaranteed to be horny, especially in Houston. I don't know if Houston is our horniest city, but I think it's not unhorny. Mm-hmm. It ain't far off, brother. What is our least horny city? Anaheim. Anaheim's not horny. No. But no, Usher's going there. Usher's <laughs> going there all the same. It's about you, to be. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And maybe you're like, well, you know, I am horned up for Usher, as we all are, but mm-hmm. I'd like to save a little bit of money. Great news. Use offer code FULLCAST for $20 off your first and horniest purchase at gametime.co you create an account you redeem the code you spell out f-u-l-l-c-a-s-t you get 20 dollars off usher or any other horny thing you want to go see like in spencer's case musical theater my passion is this a bad time to tell you that i recently learned that they attempted a sequel to annie called annie 2 miss hannigan's revenge what yep what yep we'll talk about that at a later date i assure you but you can't buy tickets for that because they tried it at the Kennedy Center. They were going to bring it to Broadway, and then they scrapped the whole thing. Just didn't even bother. Usher would never. I don't. He's wow. not playing the Kennedy Center, but he is going to Washington, D.C. Wow. Yeah. He's even going to go ahead and bring the vibrant passion of sexuality and music to Boston, Massachusetts for the first Correct. time. Correct. I- Toronto, get ready to get horny. With GameTime.co... You'll have it good. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, uh, so useless angel Tim Tebow. Yep, all this, <laughs> all this, all this lines up. Oh man, yeah. he really is. He really is custodian. <laughs> I can totally picture this. Also, <laughs> also a, a not to go. We're going to go meta meta on this. Mm-hmm. There is a satirical Warhammer uh, series called Emperor Text to Speech, where some of the custodians are deranged circuit boys. Very Gainesville, Florida. Very Florida Gators. Good, good. <laughs> uh, next up. One of my favorites, Adeptus Mechanicus. 
the flesh, the flesh disgusts me. I did not know how weak I was <laughs> until I saw the genius of the Omnisci. Yeah, these are guys who basically live on Mars, looked at humanity, and they're like, "You guys are, you guys are weak as fuck. We're gonna become robots, and we're gonna worship a machine god who also happens to be the emperor." But not really. But but we're just gonna compromise because we make all your shit. Everyone on Mars is a half machine dude who worships a machine god who makes all the tanks for the Imperium. So that's how they get along, and they're not committing heresy by merely existing. Is they make all their shit. They're but, like um, deeply gnostic space capitalists. <laughs> yeah, they're they're the. Um, um, they're like the Apple, Google, Amazon, but everything is like s- fucked up steampunk militarist. And they yeah. have their own little religion that, like, they don't tell anyone about. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is this supposed to be? <laughs> They're awesome. My favorite thing about Space them Lutheran. is they love they, they they love Mars. They think it's the the best and prettiest planet. They have fucked it up with factories all the way down to the core and into space. Like they have turned Mars into like nuclear hell. Mm-hmm. Whenever they go to a new planet, they terraform it into nuclear hell Mars because <laughs> they're like beautiful, perfect, perfect. This is awesome. Now it's. I love it now. And they're the they're the only ones in this universe who when they're getting their ass whipped by somebody it's like this is illogical. Like run the calculations. <laughs> like they're getting their head beat in and they're like the math checks out. I don't get this. <laughs> so, I would ask you. Unregulated industry, right? Dusty climb, cult, hardcore mm-hmm. fucking cult okay. that will mm-hmm. deform itself. <laughs> in order to achieve what they deem perfection in an uneasy alliance with everybody around them and all of their partners. And and on top of all that, their win-loss record's not that great, despite all the math checking out. I think I know where you're going here. Can I, can I add that's two, correct. I think I have it, so can I add two details? Just mm-hmm. I, I haven't looked at your list. I think I have uh, dark red. <laughs> This is correct. And, and, and shitting money that they don't have anything good okay. to do with. And, and technically proficient. Very, okay. very smart. Okay. And crazy. That is correct. Texas A&M. The Adeptus Mechanicus are 100% Texas A&M right down to the colors. Mm-hmm. How does the dog fit into this? Well, I'm glad you asked, Ryan, because the Adeptus Mechanicus, in addition to producing all of the weaponry, tanks, and, and equipment for uh, the other armies of the Imperium, they have occasionally produced robot animals, okay? Or taken existing animals and made them into cyborgs. In- yeah, including one that, one that recently came out, which is like some sort of evil demonic robot horse, right? So we, we could have worked USC into this, right? But I'm just going to go ahead and say... Robot dog, 100%. If you wanted to make Revelé live forever, you'd go to the Adeptus Forever. Yes, forever. Miss Forever. The Omnisai approves. He, he likes it when we go eight. He likes it when we go seven and five. So one other comp for the uh, for Admech and the one that inspired me to do my entire stupid half of the list. Uh, let me read you something from the, the Admech credo. There is no truth in flesh, only betrayal. There is no strength in flesh, only weakness. There is no con- constancy in flesh, only decay. There is no certainty in flesh, but death. Other than the Admech uh, capitalism, militarism, and Gnosticism, I have just written something that could have come from the words of the Apostle Paul. No man has ever hated his body more than the Apostle Paul. <laughs> 
That is 100% accurate. And been super annoying about it the entire yeah. time. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then, like, written lines and lines of code about it, right? Like, bleep, bloop, bleep, bloop. <laughs> bleep. Also, I, I also like that selection because it reinforces the A&M thing because, like, Bevo is all flesh. Bevo is, like, mm-hmm. oh, man, so much flesh. Also, in a sense, uh, as the uh, as the disciples and apostles reconfigured themselves at one point in there, Paul, what probably was the twelfth man? <laughs> oh shit! There's some roster fiddling going on. <laughs> he just I, he walked man. in. He said, I, "I'm the twelfth, but, but now there's thirteen. Who are you? No, I'm twelfth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Paul got stomped on the road. <laughs> well, I went out in the middle of nowhere, saw some weird shit. Now I'm in charge. <laughs> Checks out. Been to jail a few times. So, uh, <laughs> kick him. <laughs> Write you a letter about it. Uh, so uh, let's see. Next up, we have the. Uh, I've never heard the word out loud. Aldari. 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 The, the Eldari. Yeah. The Eldari. Eldari. Thank you. Yes. The Eldari. Now, how do you know that? Uh, be- only uh, this <laughs> YouTube yes, videos. No, I'm, no, I'm asking. Like, uh, no, where's uh, where's the source, pronunciation source, code? Source cited. Okay, Citation. the adeptus ridiculous. That's the common pronunciation for the Eldari. Okay, because uh, they use like what, what's so okay, what's so so I consume said? most of this via uh, wikis um, and so forth. Spencer watches YouTube videos and listens to Adeptus Ridiculous A. It's sort of the full cast of 40K. <laughs> yes. Do any of us actually consult the original source materials for any of this? No, Not important. No, neither does Not anyone important. else. Not important. This does right? sound like our kind of thing. So the Eldari, a fallen empire of kind of like space elves, right? At one point they were great, but really like, like ah, you know, prone to vice. They, they sort of accidentally became so decadent that they conjured a god into existence and not a good one but like a chaos god the, the god of pleasure who utterly ruins you um so in other words I, I looked at them and i thought in the game i don't understand why they're so good okay um they could be really great but they were too busy just living the high life making all that money being successful right uh and the only comparison for me when it came to worshiping a graven idol was texas that's it. I decided Texas was the Eldari because, you know, like, like allegedly they were great. They never really lived up to it. Yes. Does mentioning them back to back with the um, Mars sexers mean that these two <laughs> factions are rivals? Not rivals. They well, are on opposing extremely sides. Extremely not rivals. In, in a sense, because it really, like, humanity, once the Eldar fall, humanity really takes off. Okay. So, like... Yeah, it, it kind of goes. Because Adeptus Mechanicus still technically human. Okay. All the Art. humans hate all the aliens and yes. everyone else. That's like are, a Tom Lehrer song. Are, and are most the, of the humans hate each other. Are Sorry. the Eldari like freak like are the Eldari back? Is that a thing that happens? No. No. Okay. Like but it's always like Sort that of. is a helpful mnemonic. Is, is, that a nar- is that a narrative thing that happens yes. in the Warhammer universe? Yes. The, oh, it's, the Eldari are back. Like, it is very much like, well, they, uh, man, they, if they made they some good alliances, together. they could okay. seize power, but, they just, but like, gotcha. they, they're just, just always so close. Yeah, they're just kind of done. Okay. Just, yeah, okay. they're just, ju- they're just kind of done and like just successful and it really didn't like ever make them any better. Very much like Texas. <laughs> no, no one remembers know. being happy about it. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> I think that's perfect. That's awesome. Um, I, I, uh, mine is it's pretty 
simple as Egypt. Like for, <laughs> Egypt fell basically before the Bible was written, and like mm-hmm. still half of the Bible is about like oh, those. They're so rich. They're so powerful. They're so awesome. They just <laughs> loom as this like the memory of Egypt is just just looms over like the first at least third of the Bible. Um, next up, we have easily one of the ten funniest, <laughs> which I'm which is saying a lot. Uh, the Astra Militarum. That is correct. The Astra Militarum. You need to know this. Oh, thank the Astra Militarum is the main army of the Imperium. They are just dudes. That's it. I just wanted <laughs> you to imagine dropping like a hundred million dudes planet with little lasers that are about as strong as a flashlight and being like, good luck. They all oh, have I kind of like this. They all they're have fighting. A, they're, they're basically the Red Army. That's adorable. Yeah. They're fighting like demons, in the, in the gods, monsters, and they're yeah. just guys wearing pants. What do you do? You just throw <laughs> some guy named Dave at it. Like, here you go. Good luck. Like oh, the average, the average. Life I would sp- make an army of all dudes named Dave. The average lifespan of these guys is like 20 minutes. Like they don't <laughs> like when you play them on tabletop, you have like a hundred of them and they're like, yeah, they're all going to die in two, two rounds. So, so these are the stormtroopers of uh, Warhammer. Yeah. yeah. Stormtroopers. A lot of them wolf, don't have helmets. Are, yeah. I was going to say stormtroopers are stormtroopers have armor. Do you know what these guys have? Pants. Uh, faith. Sunny attitude. Great attitude, right? Like they have some of the they they are some of the funniest stories because most improved. Yeah, they are. They have all kinds of absolutely cool shit, but they're basically like if you took the Red Army and you just supersized it for an entire galaxy, that's the Astra Militarum. But despite all that, they're actually super fearsome. Like they are basically like they like compies. Yeah, yeah, they win a lot. They spit at you, right? No, that's not what no, no, that's not little, what a compi is. Little, little God chickens, damn it! Jesus okay. Christ! The, the little lizards that overwhelm you. Yeah. Tell us you never read the book before the novelization without telling me you never read the book before the novelization. Embarrassing! Damn. You God disgust damn. me. Cutting. Anyway, so about I my Florida lore. was a good school. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm sorry you I didn't get your... And you said you majored in Michael Crichton studies. How did you go to Georgia <laughs> Tech and you didn't read the Jurassic Park? How did you get into Georgia Tech without reciting Sphere? I went, I, went, I went Warhammer Channel. That's I bet you're a Congo yeah. kid. Warhammer track. That's definitely a thing. <laughs> Spencer bad gorilla, though. Spencer bad gorilla. Spencer very bad gorilla. It's a good gorilla. So the Astra Militarum are awesome. And they're really kind of like, for humans, I think the Astra Militarum are like, they're the champs. They are the champs. Like they are, if you come back to it and you're like, I want to play as a human and I want to win the most and I want to get the most, like the most of everything, right? They have the most shit. They get the most press. They get, um, they have the most numbers. Like if you just want dudes, like waves and waves and waves of dudes, okay? then you're going to 100%. And by the way, they have like actual mutants. Like if you go like, oh man, I, I want like mutants. No, they have like these troll-sized guys named Ogrins who aren't very smart and can't count to five, but they are virtually indestructible for people, uh, which means they last two turns instead of one. <laughs> they um, last 30 minutes. They last 30 minutes instead of 20. Um, if you want to win by numbers and you just want to absolutely swamp people, you want the Astra Militarum, which is why... They're Georgia. That's why. Numbers. Oh, less attractive. Numbers, I... numbers, numbers. Depth this chart, one feels wrong. Depth chart, depth chart. Everything you were saying to me just made me think of the Nebraska sellout streak, frankly. 
where I was like, <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Millions of people show up to be disappointed over and over and over and over. Yeah, but the after Yeah, and it's usually did. over within about 20 minutes. Yep, that sounds right. <laughs> the, the Georgia thing totally, the, the Georgia thing resonates with me because we are two national titles in, and I defy you to pin a personality like word cloud to this program that does not contain the word dude in 24 point font also, and nothing else. Also, I think, let me I think go, here, here, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, here's a good point in George's favor. Um, they won a title and they lost dozens of people and then they won a title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I see. Yeah. Also, how did they actually win? What dudes, uni- what, what unites them dudes? What's the other thing that does it? A man and a, a man in a stupid hat behind them. <laughs> Threatening them with their very <laughs> lives, right? And telling wait, them wait, lies. We haven't heard yeah, about telling this guy them yet. lies, right? I'm, like, I'm you very go out excited. There and fuck them up. I'm very excited for the White House to invite Georgia and for Kirby to be like, "See, they won't even let the real elected president meet you. Look at this bullshit, this disrespect." <laughs> Who's disrespecting the Astra Militarum? We'll drop a tank on him. That's it. Okay. That's totally one hundred percent the guard okay this also totally tracks with that one dude's father getting his finger amputated in a folding chair yeah that's very much like yeah yeah astro militarum dude now this tracks so yeah endless depth chart generally like like winning titles astro militarum um they are of course they are uh canonically the parts of revelation where like a million humans die at once that's every Every guard story is just like, yeah, we lost like 30 million guys, but we won. Um. <laughs> is, is to go back a little bit, is part of the sort of like, well, lost a million dudes. Is that part of what the emperor needs to keep being, at, to keep Oh, alive? no, this is a whole this other is, list of oh, sacrifices. Oh, this isn't even, this isn't even a useful So if you're gotcha. born and you're a telepath, yeah. there's a really good chance you will be sacrificed to keep the emperor's hell brain alive. If you're just a regular person, you will be handed a gun and told you're flying across the galaxy through the hell brain to go die in war. Cool. Sick. Yeah, Th- this dogs. is how they sell toys to children. <laughs> yeah. Go, go dogs. Up next, we have all right. So uh, first, so the, to this point, we've talked about two factions. There's, there's, eh, there's, 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 there's two two big factions, and then a bunch of alien factions. Um, all the humans that we talked about so far, the part of the Imperium, the big space fascist empire. Um, the elves, they are one of the Xenos, aliens. Up next, we're going to hit a run alphabetically, where we are going to talk about chaos. And the most basic place to talk about chaos will be the chaos demons. Demons with an A, because this was written by English people. Mm-hmm. Also, you got to put a little extra English on your demon. You're like, oh, that's just a demon. You're like, no, motherfucker. It's a demon. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so do you want to like, briefly explain the four chaos God, or, or, or at least the general concept of chaos? I would like so to there's know. gods, by the way. Mm-hmm. There are gods. Um, maybe you've heard the phrase blood for the blood god. Okay. Blood for the Blood God comes from Warhammer for the god Corn. Corn is the god. Sorry, did of you say corn? Corn. Okay. All yeah. right. With a spell, spell it, please. Yes. K with a K. K H. Because again, Ryan, you got to put a little extra angle. Yeah, on yeah, it, yeah. Right? Sure. You right. could just be a demon. It's got to be a daemon. Couldn't be right. like corn. No. It's got to be corn. Right. K H O R N E. Corn just wants blood. Corn just wants killing. Corn just wants uh, sacrifice. 
in the form of violence. That's it. You can't just sacrifice people to corn. No, they got to die in battle. He's only interested in blood spilled in battle. Skull thrown, all that shit. Okay. Yeah. So that's, so that's what if you're if you're going chaos, that's one of the gods you can um you can choose to devote yourself to. <laughs> but you have options here. Here us out first. Yeah, no, you can shop around if you really just Wait, where it. where are the gods? Uh well, mainly they're in is, hell. Yeah, is there hell like, space. Is this like so they're in the warp? Yes. Yeah, mainly. I mean, they, and you know, they are in war and stuff. What do you and mean mainly? Are... <laughs> I don't understand. That. Well, you know, right. you can be here and there. <laughs> okay. Everyone you know. moves around. Okay, sure. All right, Ryan. Just wait till a year from now when we both have our own doll armies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. All right, so we've got corn. I days. assume fructose is next. Yes, <laughs> that would be Nurgle. Um, Nurgle. So Nurgle is classic Nurgle. Nurgle is the best one because Nurgle is sort of the god of uh, stagnation of sickness. Like Nurgle is this big fat sort of green icon. Uh, with like a mouth in his stomach, and he's this he's, new M and M is too far. Yeah, <laughs> make it not sexy. All right, make sure okay. I can't bust ghosts. Uh, his his nickname on Warhammer fans is Papa Nurgle because he likes you just the way you are. Don't Man. ever change. Corn by liking Corn you just Nurgle. the way you are, he means he will infect you with the most disgusting diseases imaginable and render it so you can't even feel them. So you're just a walking pile of fart cloud. And <laughs> oh, that's yeah. how you fight for him. It, like all of their guys, all of their troops and everything are awesome because they're like, fire the like pox gun. <laughs> like basically they are. They this are is the gross boy army. This is, a, army. this is an army designed for nine-year-olds who yeah. if you think like poop is the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, like like their their leader, their Primarch Mortarian is the coolest model, but honestly, he looks like something that flew out of your fridge, right? When you opened the wrong tub, right? Like he's just moldy and shitty. They they make like like thirty shades of green for these, the line these, of paint. These, these sound things, like the Mucinex, the Mucinex guys, like. Yes, yeah. but, but for yeah. grown-ups. So we were Musinex right. fanfic. Kind of. They did. And, and now there's guys toys with guns. for it. Yeah, They'll okay. just make like, like, occasionally if you're reading a story where these guys are involved, it's like, you'll read things like, Lake of Puss. You know, right. like just horrible, <laughs> gross mm-hmm. shit. If you're a horrible, so gross shit person, these, so that's, your that's your second dude. option. Okay, yeah. good. Your third is Slanesh. Slanesh was brought into being by the lust and excess of the Eldari. Um... Like they they like literally like fucked and murdered Slanesh into existence. Slanesh was like, "Cool, I'm here, yo!" And uh, then just decided to you know keep recruiting, keep recruiting with uh, pleasure. And so if you're that person and uh, you know it, congratulations, Slanesh is your god. The I'm going to well, leave the fourth one to Jason because well, I'll just Jason... say Slanesh is where most of the like over the line fucked up fanfic is. So yeah. Just don't go over there. Um, the force would be the fourth chaos god would be my personal favorite, Zinch, with a T, two T's. <laughs> the, is that confusing? Good. You're supposed to be. Everything's mm-hmm. going according to plan. Zinch is the god of fate, choice, chaos, ambition, um, and Zinch's whole thing is like it, uh, everything it is or isn't or both. Um, Zinch is masterminding behind the scenes. Um, Zinch is represented with like birds that have like eyes for wings, and then they don't. And like, it just it, it, it's it it's the funniest lore thing um, because everything both is and isn't, or wasn't, or always will be um, Zinch's machinations. So like, 
the, the one of the one of the like in jokes is uh, all according to plan, which anything anything stupid that happens, you can just say, yeah, that was surely that was Zinch. If if you've ever tried to make plans with me, <laughs> I was gonna say this is a very Spencer-y god. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I had Spencer, to play if, the god of Spencer at the airport, that is correct. That's, for the podcast <laughs> listener, that is all you need to know. Zinch, uh, what is Zinch? Wings. The answer is of, yes. It's Zinch make it is often good. depicted the god with wings. of the yes. timeless sky. Yeah. If you're ma- the best part is if you're making the models and you just want to like turn a regular model and make it into a Zinch chaos thing, they're just like glue another arm on it. You know, do you have a feather? <laughs> Put a feather right in their so, head. Just so is this some, also you know. for like, ah, oh, no. what you're wearing right now? I'm wearing a shirt that says gravy. Sweatshirt that says gravy. <laughs> Just according to plan. <laughs> according to plan. Yeah. Zinch. Zinch kind of rules. Okay. Zinch is my second favorite chaos okay. god. Corn is my I think, favorite. I think because... Zinch is the least problematic. Yeah. Corn is, is my favorite because uh, focus. What do you want? Blood spilled blood. in battle. Just, right. just need blood. Just okay. need blood. Yeah. I he's a I value direct communications. Yeah. Corn my so corn. Yeah. yeah. Corn you know we exactly. Have a simple business. It, it is agreed upon that corn is the one you know where you stand. Where you stand right. is in hell, but you know where you stand. Yeah. Okay. So cool. we say all that to say, um, each of these gods, their ultimate goal is to turn you into a demon. Excuse me, a daemon. Um, the daemons themselves are a playable faction. Um <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which brings us back to our little game. So if I, I'm going to let you make your pick first because I have to arrange, I have to, in my long list of things, I did not pick individual ones, but I have assorted factions. So you okay. tell me the, the biblical match and I'll rematch. Okay. So uh, this one's pretty simple. This is what people think of when they think of biblically accurate angels, like fucked up wings and horns and eyes and all that shit. Yes. There are angels in the Bible that meet that description, but nowhere near as uniformly and unanimously as the internet seems to think. Okay. Um, I have, for corn. it's a team that has red. It's a team that really doesn't care if they win or lose as long as they get to beat some ass. Okay? That's it. They just want blood. That's all they want. Sometimes they go to the Rose Bowl. That's cool. But we're really just here to hurt people. That's all we're here for. The Utah Utes are 100% corn. Okay. Good. Good. They are 100% corn. Okay. Um, for for Nurgle in terms of rot, I will tell you that the Space <laughs> Marines, the Space Marines corrupted most by nurgle are the death guard the death guard are these disgusting green space marines that they touch you and you just break out into boils and shit like it's awful um they're just nasty when you fight them everything goes badly they just drag you down into the muck they turn everything into just like mucinex ad just just sickness like if you just watch a football game and you go god it's like everyone forgot everything about how to use their bodies every single time they play which is why the Death Guard and Nurgle are pit. That's it. Mm. Just dragging wow. okay. everyone down into the swamp every single game, turning everything into dysfunction and ruin. When you have pit eaten fans. too many lunch meats. <laughs> that's it. Ah, nothing's moving. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pit. Everyone else may be like, that's me to pit. Pit fans are nodding right now. And they're like, yep, that's us. Also, my tummy hurts. Yes. 
Also, my tummy hurts. If you want to know people who have been spoiled by success, uh, people who like reached a little too far, I almost had Florida as the emperor's children, but um, because they you were wish. corrupted. <laughs> I know. I wish. Uh, corrupted by Slanesh. Um, so I would go ahead and say the ones that had been absolutely spoiled by this. Um, every time UCLA has gotten super close to success, they've fallen completely off the map, like completely. So um, it's either UCLA or Arizona State for one of those two. I might Arizona, Arizona State's State. really good. They get naked yeah, a lot. Yeah, because they're already devils like too, Slanesh. right? Yeah, 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 yeah so that too, yeah. So let's go ahead. Let's make the Emperor's Children and Slanesh. Let's go ahead and make them Arizona State. Um, and then finally for Zinch, the unknowable team, the mystery team, the team when you put your hand on them, they disappear and become a foot. Yes, that is to me Cal. Cal is Zinch. Whatever you think they're <laughs> going to do. What are they doing? I don't know. Is it on purpose? They're, they're very, their very stadium is not a stadium but a fault line, but it's also a stadium. <laughs> it's 2 a.m. Am I really watching this? Maybe I am. Yeah, maybe I am. <laughs> maybe I'm not. Are they going to win? It's irrelevant. The, the it's a screenshot win of two refs pointing different ways is at a Cal Because <laughs> you know that Zinch has to be a Pac-12 team, right? It has to be a Pac-12 that's team. Perfect. Sure. Pick the one that's sure. right on a fault line. It's Cal. That's good. That's good. Um, let's see. All right. So next up, speaking. All right. Let's let's get through the other <clears throat> uncomfortable fanfic, uh, the Drukari. Oh boy. <laughs> <clears throat> don't don't go near this shit. Uh, unspeakable, right? Yeah. That's generally like unspeakable. Don't look at them. Don't want it. Bad history. Um, God, let's see. What what are they? So they're they're, they're the evil elves. Okay. And by evil, they are uh, of all these are they factions the are at least a little much? bit. Uh, yeah. No, so no, of no, all these worse. factions, they're all at least um, at least accidentally evil. Okay. These people are um, the the most intentionally evil non gods in the entire game. Okay. I would argue. What yeah. do they no, want? Think, uh, souls. Just to make everyone souls. else feel very bad. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's it. They're sustained by uh, the misery of others. Yeah, and I don't. Okay. Yeah, feeling Miami game. here, but please go on. <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's who I have. I have. <laughs> See, all my See, friends are dead. That's an easy game. <laughs> what did y'all do to get here? Don't ask. The eighties, Miami in the eighties, and now they're paying for it. That's it. That's yeah. The story. Like even, like even the universes and galaxies that contain the Drakari are like, mm, I don't know. We'd rather not have this program. <laughs> are they ever going to win again no no no, no. not a chance because like no, okay. one will all, no one will ally with them they're stuck serving us uh, slanesh for all eternity like yeah it, it it's ugh. It i know this i know this is going back but i think this then would make the big east the once mighty elf race that is never coming back that's good that's good the, like, like the proto elves, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Perfect. Oh, Big East, why did you fuck yourselves out of existence? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's wow. canon yeah. now. Slanesh showing up, being like, "So you like your little orange bowl, huh?" <laughs> Where's Slanesh from? <laughs> Somewhere in Maine, Rhode Island, <laughs> Rhode Island. <laughs> Providence. Yeah. Oh God, uh, from Fucktown, Rhode Island. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, we're adding it's that called, to Mid South Airlines. It's called Fuckton. <laughs> Fuckton? Yeah, no, it's Fuckton. It's Fuckton. I know a couple. I know it's a nice girl. France. Yeah, I know a nasty girl from Buckton. Yeah. Fuckton. <clears throat> so the um, the biblical comp for the Drukari is the way Israel talks about Canaan. Like, uh, oh my God, over there they do the craziest shit. They eat babies. And it's like, <laughs> I don't know, did they? I mean, we're they're just slandered for the rest of eternity because like, Maybe someone saw something like uh, someone was eating a loaf of bread that was shaped like a baby and now forever, you know. So, uh, so That's yeah. king cake. What you're describing is king cake. <laughs> so when Canaan invented king cake and the next thing you know, someone on the other side of the hill was like, they just made up a chaos god from Farkton, Rhode Island. Yeah. Classic. And then they wrote it down in a book and now everyone thinks of, thinks that's uh, that was the case. Cool. Um, Next up, we have an exciting one, the Gene Stealer Cults. Not jeans as in stealing of the, uh, the pants. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. <laughs> yep. Important distinction. So I'm going to try to explain them as quickly as possible. Imagine if the aliens from Alien could come down, lay an egg in a person, but instead of just immediately birthing it takes over their jeans, and they walk around going like, hey, you know who our friends are? It's probably the aliens. They seem like decent people. And then they have another ra- the, another round of kids, and they're all like, hey, you know who we really love? We're going to worship the aliens, and we're going to make sure that everything here is ready for you, okay? <laughs> when you come down and you reclaim it. And then the third generation, they're just like mutant aliens. They're just like, you know, hey, finally, we finally, look, the good side of the family came out. We got you. And then you start messing things up, and like, they're basically the sort of like sleeper cell, right? And I thought, well, what are the college football fans who start off and they're like, hey, you know what? We seem pretty cool. And then later you're like, oh, no, I've been sold a bill of goods. This is a problem. Baylor. Mm. Baylor. Yeah. Mm. Like, That's good. Wanna... That's That lines up with mine as well. Yeah. So I think biblically this is like most of the history of Western Christianity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> This is evangelism for the last two thousand. Right, right. Years. Like, like, like um, the 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 gene stealer cults. Uh, everyone disagrees. So everything in here is a satire, and a lot of it is 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 either leftist or anti-imperialist, anti-capitalist. But the gene stealers are often considered either a satire of communism. Um, I I mean, they, a lot of it reads as a satire of religion to me. But uh, an important note, communist Baylor. <laughs> an important note for the Baylor comparison is this. Ultimately, gene stealer cults are eaten by the by those they worship. Right? That in the mm. end, they're like, "Oh no, <laughs> they're here to save us." The bear with Dr Pepper has escaped. It's right. The bear with Dr Pepper has escaped. <laughs> We've made it ready eaten, for you, right? bear. <laughs> right. That's good. That's really. We've been good. drinking Dr Pepper for so many years, so it'll taste delicious to you. Unfortunately, we are now sweet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bear dumplings. That's kind of what happens to Baylor fans. Ultimately, yeah, it's going to turn on you. Okay, that's good. I like this game. Yeah. Uh, up next, the Gray Knights. <laughs> the Gray Knights. Okay, so the Gray Knights are a division of like the Space Marines, this Emperor's Special Soldiers, who just fight demons. And I thought, what team is successful? You know, like competent. And yet always appears to be fighting some sort of inner demon on the field, (laughs) whether it's wrestling the clock with their coach who cannot manage shit 
or fumbling or having a quarterback who's good but also not good and a defense that's impregnable but sometimes just commits huge busts and and generally like say if i had to pick the space marines that were like an eight to ten win program but always had a baffling inner fight with demons going on at the same time while they're playing and this is why they're penn state that's why Penn State. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was Penn, that was wire to wire. Yeah, yeah. Penn State. Wow. Penn St- like, because if you watch the James Franklin Penn State teams, you're like, I know these guys are good, but they look like shit. Or you go, God, these guys look like shit, but they're still winning. That's me. <laughs> it's more like I know that they're good, but at what? At what? Right. Like, and that to me, what would explain that if they were all at the same time while playing football? psychically battling a demon in their head. That, to me, is what everyone on the Penn State football team is doing at all times. We are in hell. Yeah, that's it. The demon's name's Thon. So my uh, my biblical copy, I think people think like half the Bible is about like stabbing demons. There's like a verse or two, so we'll we'll go with those. (laughs) As for the great knights, um, up next, a different kind of knights. They're also knights, but they're (laughs) Totally different. The former, those were like genetically engineered big guys. uh, Now we're going to the Imperial Knights. Yeah, so let's see. Imperial Knights, giant, ancient robots that are kind of outdated, but still good at what they do. When they are run by these like noblemen who really um, are allied to this like ancient order, so that when they walk in a room, they list their whole fucking pedigree. Like there's lore about like the knights walking in and being like, "I am Steve, Lord of <laughs> Steveton, descended from." And then like nine hours later, a servant finishes reading all of their like lineage, mm-hmm. like just pompous. Um, this is a robot like- that they're talking about. Yeah, they're, the they're mech pilots who are also right. like feudalists. Okay, right. okay, gotcha, okay. Yeah, imagine I ride my beautiful noble steed that the peasants take care of, except the steed is this giant robot that I am also Pacific So, so if, if the royal with, family right? was all mechs is what you're Correct. describing. Correct, okay. yes. So like right. ancient order still... Put- wait, 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 wait. You just described like ultra-powerful mech horse girls? Right. <laughs> but right. not girls, but yeah, right. not girls. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, um, it, we go to war uh, with the if, army if, we have. Okay. If it were up to us, they would there would, would be horse, horse girls, but we didn't write the material. And I think that everybody everybody generally agrees the Imperial Knights are cool, but like they're kind of pricey and like you know, and in terms of lore, they're kind of a pain <laughs> in the ass, you know. But like they would be necessary to the sport of Warhammer. Right, because a lot of people think they're necessary to the sport of Warhammer as like a, so, as like an act of tradition, or uh, kind of, but also okay. because they do have some cool like cool stuff, and they can be okay. really good. Right, saying so they're they're the, the, they're the friend you don't like that much, but you're like, man, he's got he's got a <clears throat> Super Nintendo. You're I'm saying uh, Warhammer's just better when the Imperial Knights are good. Okay, gotcha. Yep. Oh. Notre Dame. <laughs> okay, I, I, USC yeah. was where I thought you were going, but no, no, I have a good, USC I have and a good, Notre Dame no. are the same program. Don't uh, tell I'm, anybody. I'm very, I'm Don't tell anybody. Of, no, I'm very proud of my USC pick when we get to it. So you okay. look at my fancy old machine. I'm just exactly. giving Notre Dame that accent. It, yeah, exactly. Like if you see an Imperial that Knight, that is what it sounds like, like in South. Take in the field, the Imperial Knight. Forty feet tall, clanking down with its glorious. Yeah, it's just. It's not North Bend, so your accent is accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, biblically speaking, this is, of course, Goliath, the, the biggest guy we've ever seen who shows up and start, starts talking about how great he's always been. <laughs> yeah. They get fucking look at my, gets, look at my very, and Look at my very beat. expensive shiny bronze shit. Yeah. And then gets beat mm-hmm. by the USF of the Bible. Right. And then loses. <laughs> 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 
I mean, we got to go Marshall. I think <laughs> one little Marshall. Yeah. I mean, we're you. You have a lot of options. UConn. We have options. Time. Yeah. Okay. Real nice. Hundred percent Notre Dame. Uh, next up, one of the uh, a, a new re-addition to the list. Um, another one of the funniest. The leagues of Votan. Dwarves. Basically, if we have to explain them, like leagues of Votan are these like they're 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 little short guys. They're kind of stocky. They got beards. They mine a lot. Um, this may sound like you're like, oh man, it sounds like Warhammer just steals a bunch of IP from other existing franchises and puts them in <laughs> in space. That is correct. That that's all they do. Um, is this cool? Yeah, it's cool as shit. Because you're like space dwarves with guns. That's that's and they have little dwarf jeeps too. It's really cool. So um, they have jeeps. Yeah, they have space jeeps. Oh, that's excellent. Yes. So, um, who are the leagues of Votan? Okay, so kind of uh, they are. Are they unaligned? Yeah, they're unaligned. They're kind of their own little thing. They're not really with the Imperium. They deal with the Imperium, though. They schedule the Imperium, but they don't really deal with the Imperium. Are they powerful? They're pretty powerful. They've got their own little like lore. They're all part of their. They're all. They all sort of share this one sort of ancestral brain that has its own lore. Is sort of their thing. Um, they're BYU. They're BYU. That's that's, they're that's, they live out in the hills. <laughs> they live out in the hills. They trade with everybody, right? They trade with everybody, but they're kind of their own thing. So a lot, of, a lot of beards, at least historically. Beards. These days, yeah, I was, shaven, I think. Yeah, like, you know, is there an Enoch in the house? 100% yeah. for BYU. And is anyone in here named Asher? Yeah. He's yeah, Asher. Yeah, Asher. Yeah, it's that <laughs> short guy with the little dwarf cheap over there. Yeah. Micah and eight eight dwarves say yeah, one hundred percent. That's leagues of Votan. That's good. Th- they're good. They're good though. By the way, too. Like I was like, okay, they have to be good. Yeah, leagues of Votan are like if you play them, they're really good. They're like uh, if if you translate the lore into the game, they really punch above their weight, right? There's yeah. there's this small 100%. independent nation that um that that just hangs. No one knows how they just do, which is basically Israel, like in act, like both historically and in the story of the Bible, like. It does not make any sense that this tiny nation survived among like like gigantic empires washing back and forth across them, and they lived in the hills and had a lot of beards. Um, next up, a, a very very mighty empire in some ways, the Necrons. So, like, think, imagine a space Terminator with Egyptian mythology. Yep, already there. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> I do all day. Constantly. You're you're there. Yeah. Yep. Stargate. Yeah. Yeah. So his name's Necrons, Toby. He rules. The Necrons were a race of people that lived on a terrible little world. Um they uh killed their gods who had enslaved them and used the gods as like uh batteries, basically. Like mm, it's the, mm-hmm. the best. Normal. If you want to know who gets in a universe and a mythos where people get owned and races get owned constantly, like alien species and races get owned constantly, um, nobody gets owned harder than the guys that the Necrons turned into batteries for their shit. Okay, the Necrons uh, went to sleep sixty million years ago because they knew that like they're like oh, a bunch of other empires, the, the Eldari and everybody, we're just going to go to sleep. We're going to power down because we've transcended the flesh. I didn't mention the part where they turned themselves into Terminators and lost their souls. So there's that I just assumed that's just yeah they, they look like terminators like if you want to know like they stole that they were like hey terminators are cool we should put them in the game and then we should turn them into like ancient egyptians from space that's really what we should do the idea is that they're waking up so they they've been asleep a long time they all have really deep petty grudges against each other like 60 million years this isn't pit okay go ahead <laughs> 
Okay. This sounds like that mistaken plot to Now You See Me. They have an that ancient, I had going in. They have an ancient general that they yeah, all. Yeah, Morgan Freeman. That that an ancient general who's sort of the linchpin of their like collective. Is this mythos. Tennessee? All God right. damn it. And they're starting to wake up. <laughs> it's Tennessee. It's totally I Tennessee. I wasn't really paying attention because it was Spencer's turn. Mm-hmm. And thank Once you he said ancient general, I felt like that was the <laughs> key. <laughs> Hell. No, sorry. I was I was too busy thinking about now. You see me as usual. Also, you what get, is you what get is to inside? be, but your team gets to be the space terminators who this killed is, God and turned him into power. Holly, this is both one of the uh, best choices, the, one of the strongest empires in the game. They're often one of the best, and they look cool as shit. This is a great choice. Do they also, have a navy? Like, like sometimes you kill them. Space wise, yeah, they have a space yeah, navy. Okay, great. Sometimes I am you pleased. sometimes you kill them, and it doesn't matter. They transfer their quote finger soul into a different robot body. Sometimes yeah. you kill them and it doesn't matter is like the Florida Tennessee rivalry for the last decade, basically. Correct. You can't have a body factory without a body farm. There we go. So I suppose that That's the other sense. thing is that the Necrons like I the more I thought about it, the more it made sense. The Necrons live in what are called tomb worlds, and the tomb mm. worlds are a bunch of sleeping Necrons, and I was like well, who's got a tomb world on campus? <laughs> hey. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That is good. That is good. Biblically speaking, this is, of course, Babylon, which was both very, very, very powerful, and a lot of the Bible is uh, written in, in remembering when Babylon was powerful, but at the same time, the Bible is also terrified of the day when Babylon will reawaken and reconquer everything. And the Necrons are one of the very, very, very few factions that lore-wise could win. Like, if all of this were to resolve, the Necrons are probably the closest thing to a humanoid that has a shot. <laughs> okay, good. If they ever get their shit together. Okay. Um, Next up, uh, extremely doomed. Not as doomed as the Astra Militarum, but doomed nevertheless. The main characters of the entire operation, we mean alphabetically, so it's good we're getting them at spot uh, 15 or so, the Space Marines. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have several to assign here, okay? One, Ultramarines. They wear blue. They're big on order and law. Like, they're literally the only people in the lore who are like, taxes are good. Like, they are the only (laughs) neoliberal... Space Marine faction where things run well and they're all like super orderly and about logic uh, and they have a mythical leader that they all follow. Um, that's Michigan. Ultramarines are Michigan. Sure. They're 100% yep. like, yep. we're going to do things the right way. Right. Uh, so that's 100% the Ultramarines. Um, another space division. There is one that is called the Imperial Fist. Also, Ultramarines is literally UM. So. Wow. Yes. Just right there. Yeah, see? I hadn't actually thought about that because I'm not very <laughs> smart, Ryan. So thank you. Um, you dumb bitch. <laughs> there's this dumb bitch, and he doesn't even know letters. And he's a writer. Um, Imperial Fists. Uh, these are I'm guys sorry, who, what? Imperial <laughs> Fists. Yeah, what's the problem? <laughs> what's the problem? I'm sorry. It's not a problem necessarily. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is SMU on a good Friday. <laughs> the Imperial Fists are led by this like blockheaded dude named Dorn. Leading a pony. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who's all about like fortify, fortify, siege. We're going to fortify. I'm going to build a bigger, tougher wall. Are you ever going to attack? No, we're just going to, we're just going to defend. This, this is a real hunker kind of program mm. here 
mm, this is this is very much a we will punt and let you be- beat your uh, head okay. again. Gotcha. Gotcha. Also, their yep. colors are yellow. Yep. Their colors uh, are yep. yellow. Yep. Um, which is why that they're that Just Iowa. Iowa is going to be the Imperial uh, Fists because what are you? It starts do? with an I. Look, see, I did the thing, Ryan did. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Iowa farmers, Imperial Fists. That's what it means. Illinois yeah. furious also, right now. <laughs> Yeah. Also, like com- just completely humor, humorless blockhead football. Yes, that would be uh, the imperial fists. Um, so the dark angels are this like they're as close <laughs> to the like knights of the round table kind of thing. Like they have capes and they have their own secret little private club. They're one hundred percent a private school, right? Where they're like, we have rites and ceremonies, and you can't be a part of it. And you have to take us at our word that we're very successful. And they have been very successful in the past, but they've also just spent long periods fucking off and not doing their job, right? Um, this and they love intrigue and skullduggery and generally like doing everything except the thing they're supposed to do. That's why they're USC. Right, like, what mm-hmm. should you, what should you be doing? Beating ass. What are you doing? We're looking inside. at my cool sword. That's what Let I'm me doing. Get my cool sword. <laughs> Let me do nightly stuff. <laughs> har har. Yeah. What have you done for the last decade? <laughs> what have you done for the last decade? We've been here drinking mead and doing ceremonies. Yes. <laughs> That's one hundred percent the Dark Angels. Um, because but there is a med- meteor faction, a meteor uh, chapter. There is, there is. Um, that would be the Space Wolves. The Space Wolves are like <laughs> moron so Vikes, moron space Vikings who file their teeth to points and are like, so and they are all about like eating meat and having like jolly, like jolly times in Mind old you, meeting this hall. This is 40,000 years in the future and yep. people yes. are still <laughs> cosplaying as Vikings with their lives on the line. Okay. If they have a tank. It's like, that's the wolf tank. And they're like, do you have a bike? And they're like, that's the wolf bike. <laughs> right? What's that sword that you're carrying called? It's the wolf, wolf sword. sword. Right? They're just yeah. all about sitting out in the cold and getting hammered and like having a great time and having a mostly winning record. That's why they're Wisconsin. Yep. That's 100% yep. yeah, the sure. space. That's them. Um, the blood angels. They're, uh, the blood angels are very powerful. And they also have a dark secret, which is that they are vampires. I'm not going LSU. To no, I have a better one for LSU. Okay. You, this, is, right. this is Ohio State, mm-hmm. right? Because mm. you're like, yeah, that's Ohio State, 100%. Because Lots uh, of protein. Uh, Name my protein, bro. That's right. What, what has yeah, more liquid protein? supplements. Okay. Yeah. What, yeah. what is more of a liquid supplement than, than blood? The original liquid supplement. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. You wear like the Space Marines faction that wears green, and uh, they're generally like uh, they have no interest in their own well-being other than to go compete. Um, that would be the Salamanders, and the Salamanders are Oregon. I'm gonna go ahead and put them there because they are the they're the fiery guys in green. So I'm going to go ahead and put them there. Admittedly, that's probably my weakest pick, but it's the only one that comes close. Uh, can I fortify that pick a little bit? These are the closest things among everyone we're going to talk about, the closest thing to good guys. They actually like give a shit about the people around them. They uh, have families and like puddles the duck, right? Put Give him okay. a flamethrower, and that is that is a tremendous salamander. I mean, you you probably could make that happen next year, frankly. Mm-hmm. So we'll put yeah. We'll put in the call. Yeah. Okay, so if I have the Iron Warriors, they are the rivals of the Imperial Fist. The Imperial Fists are all about fortify, no attack, 
and these guys are attack no fortification they are yin and yang perfectly balanced rivals who hate each other uh to no end that's why uh the iron warriors are iowa state uh and then i only have two more there is a bunch <laughs> I, I did all of them but i'm, I'm, I'm editing i'm glad go. you did I'm yeah really, uh so tired the Mongols. <laughs> I'm having a great time. This is great. The Mongols basically uh, are called the White Scars, and they are just the dudes who go fast. That's it. That is their total. Like, if you want another mo, imagine Space Mongols who go fast, ride bikes. Is this and... what we want Warhammer to be? Yeah, they're, they're like, yeah, they're like, do we? They're like, what do you do? We live in the middle of nowhere on this like planet full of steps. And all we really like to do is get on the bikes and cut people's heads off. That's it. Do you fight for the emperor? Eh, eh, we're really just here for the, the, the speed. We're here to go zoom. Um, that's the white scars. Uh, one they are one more lore note is um, that Genghis Khan is canonically a demon in the army of corn. Sure. Yeah, he's yes. the only human from Earth who is known to have made it into the 40k universe. <laughs> I accept this without He's question. got a Wait, there's no, are you telling how, me there's no Toretto's? That, well, there's uh, no Toretto's in Warhammer? It's a big universe with trillions of people. But Toretto's sound like the, they should be the, in this the, the demon that used to be Genghis Khan has been identified by his hat. Yes. <laughs> Good for him. Um, that's great. That's why it's important to have a signature accessory. That's why White Scars Be like, are... oh, and Bear Bryant's here, too. Also with his <laughs> Probably. That, that, now, that's a commissar. Hello, I'm Bear it. Bryant for Nurgle. The, yeah. the commissars are the guys who stand... Oh. The, guys who, the guys in the military were about to die. The guy standing behind them telling them to die. That's a that's commissar, Bryant. commissar Bryant. Yeah, Yeah. okay. Commissar Bryant. Gotcha. I need you boys to go out there and punch that demon in the face. We're going to show them what Bama's about. Um, oh, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait. I think we're missing We're missing an obvious one that's right in front of us. He's even, it's in the name. Mm. Not even a state away. Hmm. Pat Dye. Wow. Pat Dye is 100% a devotee of corn. <laughs> um, Lost his pants in a lake. That's true. Die for the die god. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the, white the go, the go fast the white, team, yeah, the white go fast team. That's Texas Tech ran the most plays in NCAA okay. this year. Uh, obscurantists who live kind of out in the middle of nowhere, and if you run into them on the wrong day, it's a very bad day very quickly. So I would go ahead and say they are one hundred percent the white scars. Uh, Raven Guard, Raven Guard are kind of like I would say they're the gothiest of the space marines that is actually considering the the world you have presented like that is a very bold scene yeah, how do they how do they goth, goth in uh mall kid terms okay yes. all right like, like the most right. hot topic of yep. space marine factions Adorable. are the raven guard they actually have beaks on their helmets like beaky helmets Aww. um which i was like okay let's see murderous birds not really super highly ranked in terms of like how people would shake out space marine factions right um so i'm gonna make them south carolina just i'm gonna take the easy bait i'm gonna go ahead and hand them over to south carolina um and then the south last carolina goths that's a rough adolescence a, hey, hot, I, listen, hot, our respect hot for weather hot weather goths, goths on this hot show weather is goths. Shouts long standing yeah um, that is a commitment to a lifestyle. And I only have one more. I would love if Shane Beamer shows up to SEC Media Days dressed as the crow. Like, just head to toe. Mm -hmm. You know, awesome. he's got he's got right? fairly prominent cheekbones. Like, you can see it. I can. Um, my last one is the Death Watch. They are sort of the all-star team assembled to 
kill aliens. Uh, they are literally all transfers from somewhere else. So they're old Miss. That's it. <laughs> That's all transfers. That's yeah. That's good. I'm really glad you broke down so many chapters and like there's uh, there's a lot more and you can make your own. But you, that that was great. I'm I didn't even have it on my all of them in detail on my list. So yeah. you went above and beyond for those. So I, so which of these do you all play? We're not there we're, yet. We're gonna we're not there. Yet. <laughs> I want to make it clear, by the way, if I had to put the Space Marines, the Space Marines as a category, that's the Big Ten, the Big oh, Ten, the right, man. like like what, yeah, we're just big stocky dorks. Yeah, big stocky dorks. <laughs> Who would have unnecessary? Their shoulders, their, all yeah. their shoulders are like tw- like five times the size of a human head. Uh, right. Probably way more yes. than that. Way, way, way more than that. And but who they're gets, just, who, yeah, who gets absolutely owned by aliens? That's right, the Big Ten. The Big Ten. Yeah. That's an alien. You'll see. W- I've transfers. cast them carefully. So the Space Marines at large, um, I have them. They are largely based on Roman legions. So I have them as the biblical Rome, just because it's like, it's very very prominent throughout the new testament this is kind of the main thing going on it's not good to be clear the space marines are the main character and they are not good so yeah uh we're gonna stick with exactly what they're based on um up next i think one of the gosh one of the maybe one of the three to five funniest the Tau. so i said that the ultramarines were the neoliberal faction But all you said to counter that was taxes are bad. So really no, no, all you no, told no. us that taxes are good. So really all you said is that they're not libertarian. That, that's correct. Like you didn't necessarily box that in. Oh, there are that doesn't sound like Spencer to just throw something out and then not define it accurately. Or but what well, I mean is, is it like you know? Is on one hand it's like yeah, taxes are good, but on another hand it's like, do you like roads? How about this? The ultramarines are kind of like the ultramarines are the people who have like it, it, in every poll where there's like the undecided voter right in the middle. Mm-hmm. That's the ultramarines. Mm-hmm. The Tau yeah. is, is like the actual neoliberals. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah, we're just doing this for the greater good. This is this is McKinsey. Okay. Yeah, we're just doing this for the greater good. Sorry, and if you don't like it, we'll uh, split you in half with a rail gun from 30 miles away. That's the Tau. Um, oh, the, that does sound nice. Yeah, the Tau are this... That's just a nice bunch of boys. The Tau are actually, as a group, they're probably the nicest alien race because they'll just take... They'll be like, hey, do you want to be one of us? Cool. Right? Everyone else, when they meet you, they're like, Do you want to be one of us? Too bad. Like, and this, just, this includes the humans. So the Tau yeah, nicer than the humans without question. W- without question, yeah. Because they, they, are, they are, as long as you embrace being one of them, you're totally cool. Right? If, if you they, don't, they will lobotomize you. They might, even if you do. Yes, Sorry. they might. Also, you might be, there's this like whole sort of rumor in the lore that maybe you're being hypnotized. Maybe you're being mind controlled into just this good feeling of fellowship and being part of a community maybe maybe not who who knows um the tau to me let's see score lots of points kill people at a distance right with with big strikes right they have they have Um, uh, a lot of them are based on like uh based on anime a lot of gundam a lot of big robot mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. sarcastically big gun that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. so and, and they don't really they make pretty consistent appearances in the universe but like uh, you know, they're not like mainline. They're not like super. They're 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 basically like a second tier kind of character in the universe. We're excited as a whole. to see who you're going to piss off with this, right? <laughs> but they're good. They're good, right? They're and good. They, they, they just have... don't matter. Okay, <laughs> keep going. <laughs> right. They, they <laughs> yes. matter less. They matter less, which is why I have them as the Washington Huskies. 
Wow. Like okay. that's yep. you know when they make yeah. appearance when they make appearances it's impressive. Their offenses can be like super awesome, and then sometimes they get up close to something big and strong and they die. That's pretty much the towel when you yeah. play them. Because if you get your guys <laughs> like if you get the towel into like a melee fight, they die. They that you will lose. But if you get but if you don't get near them, they, they'll just cut you up. Yeah, it's sort of like you look up in in October and like oh Washington seven oh that's cool. Who have they played? Oh no. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. oh no. The bad stuff's coming. <laughs> the Tau, um my favorite thing about them is they're 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 um they're like the newbies. They're the they're the newly spacefaring empire. Um and they're still like naive and I- idealistic. Um they don't understand how bad things they are. Uh they, they they're the ones I've described. They they don't realize they're in Warhammer. But they slowly realize it and they realize they have to become uh, evil in order to survive. This is like the first like five hundred years of Christianity where like in the New Testament the disciples are like, Oh cool, we're gonna we're gonna beat Rome, right? No, no, that's not what we're gonna do. We're all gonna get killed, right? Yeah, and then four hundred years you. later, yeah. we're gonna kill everyone else. So yeah. Um the last before our final two. One of the, in my opinion, three factions with a chance to win this might be the final boss of the entire thing the tyranids okay so tyranids uh aliens from alien right and the alien franchise basically another blatant mm. theft of ip you already used them but okay these are not egyptian <laughs> not okay. egyptian yeah. no, no 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 i mean alien aliens like remember Xenomorphs. gene steeler cults worship the tyranids Right, that's the, uh, the okay. that we were re- that we were referencing, right? And then the Tyranids show up, and they're like, "Thanks," and they eat them. That's, that's <laughs> what they do. So, what you need to know about Snacks. Tyranids: the whole universe might, like, large swaths of the universe might be made of them. Like, they just might be, they might be everywhere. Uh, when they show up, they destroy everything and eat it. Right? Why? Just because they're hungry. They need biomass. Right? The only way to starve them is to not fight them. That's it. Okay? They just keep showing up. They show up in huge waves. They're controlled by a central authoritarian mind that constantly adjusts its tactics so that you can't hurt them the same way twice. All right? They're fast. They're brutal. They're strong. um, And really, their only MO is continuing to kill to exist. That's it. Roll damn tied okay yep Yep. sure seeing bama week one on the schedule is the same situation everyone in this lore universe finds themselves in when they stop fighting each other long enough to think about the tyranids that are on the way yeah um there's a biblical plague of locusts it's pretty on the nose um and finally all right final two my faction let's go girls the only faction that has anything to do with, with women. <laughs> the Sisters of Battle, Adeptus Sororitas, the military arm of the Imperial Church, um, which is founded based on a stupid, um, uh, basically the same thing as the Lord of the Rings joke, uh, I, I am no man, right? Um, someone said the church can't, have a, can't employ fighting men. Some smartass said, well, you know, we can employ then, right? So they have an all-female uh, space murder nuns uh, fighting corps. Um, all deeply, deeply indoctrinated. They hate heretics more than anything in the world. They will shoot you in the face. They would prefer burning you alive. But um, obviously, I play a sort of a, a, a spin-off chapter. We are uh, we're, we're we're dabbling in heresy ourselves. But um, yeah, my my favorite. I, I love all their lore and uh, and, and yeah. they're they're like vessels or churches and organs and shit. 
Yeah, what they, I've well, seen? so uh, they they have uh, here. Let me show you. <clears throat> one of their one of their vehicles is this. It's it's a, like a rolling pipe organ that yep. shoots missiles from. The, yep. Spencer got me this for Christmas. It shoots missiles from the pipes. Um, they're like a space landing landing vehicle. Is a cathedral that falls from space. <laughs> and then they start deploying out of it and shooting shit. Okay. Everything Love they have it. is like the most over the top satire of Catholicism you can imagine. Okay. Skulls Jason. everywhere. Yes. Yes. So let's see. Jason, I also remember you telling me at one point that they are like the most enthusiastic. Like enthusiastic martyrs is not even the word for it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They. 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 Um. Like dying is like, a sacrament. Yeah. Like a, the Astro Militarum. If you say you're going to die today, they say okay. You tell the sisters they're going to die today. They're like fuck yes. Yeah. Finally. That's it. They're only. This they're only superpower. Yeah. Their only superpower is belief. Right, so yeah, let's see. Yeah, yeah. They, it's it's it, they're like the military. Those are just guys in pants. These are just ladies just walking around and uh, it, believe and achieve is the entire motto. Really shouldn't be here in terms of power, <laughs> right? In terms of size and power, a religious fervor second to none. Um, occasionally visited by the uh, inspirational spirit of somebody with long flowing hair who leads them to greatness before departing. Oh, this is right? mean. Um, this is mean spirited mm-hmm. of um, you. We like the space nuns. All they all they got is belief. All they got is belief. You may not believe in little old uh, sisters of battle. <laughs> do, you know you. Ma- do you we know how Matt? Do you know how Actually, you know what? I take it back. You're calling Clemson Catholic, and that's extremely funny. <laughs> We've built, and you're calling them girly. Yeah, we built. This and um, faction oh, in the name, image, and likeness them of the Lord. You're also calling yep, them sincerely right. committed to their faith, yep. which is yeah. You're saying funny you're saying they way. actually give a shit of it about any of the stuff they talk yeah. about. Clemson okay, University, no, that all Catholic girls school, <laughs> Clemson <laughs> University. You are the sister. I love of it. All okay. in. Let's go. Okay. Uh, this is, in, in, in biblical terms, this is Deborah, um, a, a woman who shows up in a long story of men and just kills all of them. Um, because they're not they're not godly enough. <laughs> hey, y'all, come um, on down to Nuke Spring. And finally, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's we've time. saved the best. We've saved the best for last. <laughs> it's time. To first of all, time. first of all, before you reveal the name, oh, I well, want you to make shit. the noise. What is the noise that this army makes? <laughs> you got the fighting warriors. Yes. That's a yep. yeah. <laughs> yep. I chose oh, the most. Yeah, you've upset you the dog. <laughs> that is right. That is right. Um, Jason has led us down the primrose path into the most anarchic of all factions. The orcs. The orcs are without reason. When the Tau are cataloging species as they begin to explore the universe in their spacefaring phase, they encounter different people. Humans, sure, be part of the Tau. Um, you know, Eldari, sure, be part of the Tau. They encounter orcs, and the or- and the Tau attempt to send emissaries to the orcs, and the orcs um, are ultimately judged to be without worth, as they will not compromise and keep killing everybody the Tau send. Like, would you like to parley? Ah! And they do this like three or four times before they're like, no, they have no value. All they want is loot. Orcs are green. They are huge. They are a devolved species from a much larger and more evolved species that beat themselves into stupidity. <laughs> they are innumerable. Mm. They are a fungus that you cannot kill that becomes that manifests itself in the form of these giant, unstoppable, 
green people who really all they want to do is collect teeth, which are their currency, and they want loot. And then they want to get a good crump in. You, a what? You, a you have selected the Philadelphia Eagles as your army, sir. If we could not, if we were doing the NFL, first pick green, uncivilized, yes. and respect only strength, ungovernable, <laughs> respect only strength. Like literally, like the orc system of government is: Are you the biggest one? Like yes, trust, trust, and it's trust, like yeah, I'm, I'm like a Pennsylvania he senator. Yes. Yes. They elected yes. the largest guy. Yes, <laughs> he must be the smartest. He must be the one. He's the Jason Kelsey of politics. I love him. <laughs> I don't see why we can't conscript the Eagles for our purposes. Sure, like the Eagle, like I have a, I have a college football pick, and we will get to that in a second. But let me make it. But is let it me as make good? clear. It is not as good as the Eagles pick. Okay, because <laughs> you know what the Orcs would do? They would throw batteries. They would see Santa, like they would see Santa Claus and throw batteries at him. They would see Michael Irvin potentially paralyzed on the field and go, "This good, good crump." <laughs> That's what they would do, and they would applaud it. This is one hundred percent an Eagles fan. But we can't use the Eagles because we're doing college football. So oh, we got rules now, huh? So yeah. if I had to pick the one that would be uh, that would conquer everything, if they weren't too busy beating each other's brains in, if I picked the ones that literally looted on occasion when they came and drank every town dry, if I had to pick the ones that you would least want to encounter in a melee battle, uh, who are invulnerable to everything but their own foolishness, that is right. I will go ahead and take the LSU Tigers as the orcs <laughs> of college football. The, they, would, they would conquer everything if they could just stop beating each other's brains in. It are, correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe this is another faction you've told me about. Because I want to emphasize, this mm-hmm. podcast is not the only place by far un, under which any of us talk to Spencer about Warhammer, whether we want to or not. <laughs> Lucky but you. are the orcs the one who through the sheer power of belief can make something happen, like can make a, a broken weapon work or something like that. Yeah. Tell me, do, do the space breathing metaphor. Cause that's what made it work for me. So like, yeah, they, they're each a little bit psychic so that if they all believe something, it will 100% become true to me. The LSU correlative on this is Saturday night, right? Like we all believe yeah. Saturday, <laughs> Saturday, Saturday night, Saturday night. Yeah, dark. Right. Yes, yes. Which right. you know, like every every college football <laughs> right. fan base is like Saturdays are special here, and but like LSU fans all believe at once. Like, no, this place demonically possessed, and we have given it power. Simply, really, it's just extra, extra moist. Right, and they might be right. Right. The yeah. thing that that the, the illustrated the illustration that Holly's talking about is that at one point orcs are working on a spaceship because sometimes orc spaceships have decks. And by that, I mean observation decks where they could just walk out into space and look around. And they're just hammering on the outside of the spaceship. And suddenly an just orc a, from another Just ship a patio is what you're just... You a patio, mean, right? yeah. yeah okay, like a, gotcha. Yeah, like Which, again, very lsuv Spaceship yep. with a drop yep. top, right? Yep. And they're just cruising <laughs> around. And one orc from another ship comes over wearing a spacesuit and goes, Hey, why aren't you guys all dead? And all of the guys working outside immediately go like... And die. Because... <laughs> Because doubt has entered their mind. Because doubt that it was they, fine. Yeah. yeah. Like Wiley Coyote looking down and realizing he's not standing on a cliff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, if you mm-hmm. want to explain any LSU team, right? You're like, how did they do that? You're like, they didn't look down. They didn't look yeah. down. Yeah. They didn't look down. That's going on the um, the DVD cover. Um, <laughs> so the uh, biblical 
corollary for the orcs, of course. Uh, let's see, we have uh, definitely not afraid of conflict. Um, <clears throat> sent from sent by a very mysterious power uh, to Earth in order to uh, begin uh, d doing these conflicts. Um, it, when this thing is killed, its its body has these, um, these these powers and these essences that can be transferred into another body. Um, and actually, if you kill it, it's just going to come back. Um, so that's that's the orcs are Jesus, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus was very good at a tailgate, so yeah, was, tracks. Yeah, Jesus was an LSU fan. It's clear. Flipping tables, <laughs> and we're back to the Eagles. Shit. <laughs> so that's it. All right, uh, page two. 